0: we're live and we're we're live at 5 5.34 there we go welcome to the health unplugged health i've even forgotten what we just agreed that we're show number one one of the year it's the first one here hey it's the first one of the year we've been going since 2019 in fact they wrapped up The uh, episode in
1: January Yeah, I think I looked at the YouTube uh, thing and suddenly went, because I was in the old practice and
0: uh, yeah, time's ticking on. The podcast was January 2020 and we were talking about this thing beginning with C and would it be very big? And both of us said no. Yeah. We were quite wrong. Let's hold our hands up. Well, anyway, let's move on from that. Well, unfortunately we are moving on from that. Thankfully, yes. So, what did we agree? Our topic? The number one, our views on what is the number one thing yeah. to focus on was it market to improve your health or thing to focus on? To no, it
1: was health? the number one factor which determines your overall health and longevity. Okay, that's what I read the other day, and I thought that would be an interesting discussion. Did
0: so, VO2 max. No. What did you read? What, what did, did you I read first? Well, Rather than an opinion. What you did said, I read? You said you read it. So it was no. like
1: it was. A, I think it was even in another podcast. It was a head, headline or something. Yeah. I didn't read any article. I just remember reading that and going, "Oh, that that's interesting." But um, I wonder what you know. That might be a good a good headline or starting point for for one of our discussions. And and I pose that question. Then also for our uh, viewers and followers of, of what do they think? The because we all know there's not going to be one one thing health is a combination of many factors but exactly what are what is the number one factor or, or top you know five or whatever it is of what you want to look at of the factors that determine not only overall health and your and but longevity as well um because there's interesting studies with certainly with the elderly which will highlight you know the top 10 um if remember correctly, they did a, top, a survey or a consultation of the top 10 factors that determine the um, life expectancy, but the uh, health predictions of the elderly. Mm-hmm. And the top one was loneliness. Yeah. So they had smoking, they had all these other lifestyle factors, diet, um, exercise, past medical history, all these things. But loneliness was actually the number one thing which highlights that in the elderly, that connection and the social side of, on how that can impact hugely. And that's the, one of the biggest predictors in the elderly of how socially active
0: and, and their social connections of how important it's that is. It's also, it's not just mental, it's also physically exposing yourself to bacteria as well. Yeah. You don't have that social exposure and then suddenly you go out and expose yourself to that bacteria, you get sick. Yeah. Which is what we saw a lot of after the pandemic, right? Because people weren't exposed to stuff and they went out and there's a lot of sickness. And in the UK,
1: this, you know, we're coming a little bit towards, well, the optimists are saying towards spring, but we're still probably in winter. But the this winter, there's been a lot of cough, colds, fluy, bugs going around, and um, which has kind of taken over a bit of the concept of just that it's all about COVID and that. Um, although that's still a factor, but it's been quite interesting. Of the exposure to, you we know, have a lot more social interaction, a lot more international travel now, and, and people also, um, you know, a lot more aware of the knock on effects of exposure to other things. Mm-hmm. But then again, not everyone is, gets ill. So there's also the factor of exposure. It's the old same thing exposure, as well as what is our immune system like at the time. What well, we find within our profession, because we see lots of people for short spaces of time all day, we tend to always feel that our immune systems are being triggered and exposed by small doses, like the old thing of kids. Kids at some place—is there a place for them to actually have dirty hands and eat a bit of soil and dust rather than being
0: in a totally sterile? Like soil? Knowledge. all the time. Yeah, I don't go sick. <laughs> hang out in the sand pits. Can you track that in my fitness pal? Yeah, full. Put it on as an activity. Yeah, <laughs> on, so so what, what did you do? A uh,
1: toil. Yeah. Um, yeah. So factors fact fact that... I that, mean, you know, you've always, been, we've spoken a lot, and, and go back to some of our, our past podcasts on sleep. I mean, that is going to be a big one because yeah. it it is a reflective in, of how we run our lives with sleep and also the impact that on so many systems. So sleep, I think, is... One right after that was one
0: of the big things, sleep. When we talk about carcinogens and like the carcinogenic, carcinogenic, carcinogenic impact carcinogenic, on health. Carcinogenic, yeah. Why do I struggle to say that word? But people say that increases your chance of getting cancer. And this is where the aspartame debate comes in. And I was, I was doing a thing where the post I'm going to put out, which is like things that are more deadly than aspartame that we know. Yeah. Because... In carcinogens, carcinogens 2B carcinogens do not have to be tested on humans. They only have to be shown trials in mice, and that's where aspartame's been put yeah. by the World Health Organization. Or well, 2A is being a hairdresser or barber. But higher, higher up than that, one level one, first off, like well-done meat and processed meats and things like that. Things you would expect. Although sunlight is up there. Um, And also getting six hours or less sleep and broken sleep. That is more carcinogenic than aspartame. Alcohol, things up there as well, like sun. But also we've spoken before and identified that um,
1: you've got that element also. You've got a genetic um, element. So you might have a loaded gun, but then you've got to pull the trigger and... Modern-day lifestyle really is a lot of the time pulling the trigger. There was a very good interview from a guy on on radio the other day who was a cancer specialist, and they were then saying, why haven't they got a vaccine? Why haven't they solved cancer? And he said, it's such a complicated topic. There's so many different cancers that some are directly um, viral, but most of them, it's the immune system's response to triggers of which some people, those triggers will have no... No we all know, but yeah. someone who gets the, his lung cancer but has never smoked. It's oh, so not the only factor, and as
0: you say, yeah. then you get things like sleep. There's some recent studies actually on lactobacillus being the probiotic bacteria that it can reduce high levels of estrogen, which is what they give to women. Uh, the estrogen they give tamoxifen to women after they've had breast cancer to make sure they don't have that high level of estrogen again yeah. to reduce the risk what that tamoxifen does is increase lactobacillus. So there's studies that show they can have the same effect without the liver toxicity of the tamoxifen. This is not to say, like, go and change this if you're doing it. This is just research that I've seen and read. Is that when they give um, lactobacillus as a bacteria, increasing that, Lowers the estrogen to the same, if not better, yeah. than the tamoxifen. But well, and then you have,
1: therefore, the deduction of how important gut health is. I think gut from a from a digestive thing. So we disease, got blood, long sleep, yeah, and then we got gut
0: gut health. Yeah, is some of the the, the two main big but factors at the moment. What came first, the chicken or the egg? Is your sleep impacted by your poor gut health because your glucose management is all over the show? Yeah. Is it the stress level from your brain? But then is your brain because it's not getting. Ninety percent of the signals are sent from your gut to your brain, rather than your brain to your gut. But isn't it that's the whole point of um, more
1: functional approach to healthcare? Is then looking at saying there isn't one thing. But when you when you you mention something, so someone talks about diet, and then you talk along those, you really open up a can of worms because it's not your discussion when you dealing with a client is not then about sleep. Mm-hmm. It's because it leads to other questions. So someone says, well, you know, sleep's okay, I'll sleep fine. And how many hours will well, I sleep? You know, I can survive quite easily six hours. It's almost quite And it's like, well, we're not talking about whether you can survive on sleep. It's what does regular good amount of sleep do on the, the system. That then this opens up another discussion on stress management, mm-hmm. which then opens a discussion of eating food on the run. Which means then life, life balance and job, and so it's
0: it's it's not. Well, this is why we have to test. Well, yeah, do a full blood test and you can see where the liver function. I see where white blood cells, oxygen levels, like red blood cells. We test, but then you can test for cortisol and things like the cortisol awakening response. Yes, they're only based on that day, but if we see that someone has a high cortisol in the morning, which is good, like that raise and then low. I had one back from a client the other day, and it was just there was no. No kickstart with the cortisol. Yeah. We need that to wake us up. So we need to work on her adrenals. And I see it more and more in women as well, doing these tests. I'm seeing low testosterone jump up so much in women. So there's low drive, low never sex it's, it's drive. It's never give much of a focus. It's, no. You know, it's, 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 women's hormones is all estrogen. Um, but vegetarian. how many times, you've probably had people say, if you've spoken about testosterone in women, people say, I didn't realize women had testosterone. Yeah. Just like well, doesn't estrogen. cover any, doesn't get any coverage, and that it's 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 not even tested a lot of time, a lot of the times in female hormone tests, which frustrates me because it's really important. Yeah, When you see women not able to lose weight. Yes, people say high testosterone you look at PCOS, but you need good levels of testosterone, good levels of estrogen, right, to be able to function and progesterone as well. Like you, you need these functions, but then what happens a lot of the times is sex hormones are produced from cholesterol. Cholesterol to pregnenolone and so on. So actually, people following low fat diets, not getting the raw materials. So what we find with a lot of women, I'm working with more women perimenopause and now um, hit the menopause and postmenopause. So in their 40s and 50s, that, that was the generation around my age or uh, slightly older, that we're always following those low-fat diets. Yeah, and then also you've got um, that
1: stereotypical protocol within the medical system of um, certain um, markers, cholesterol levels, you're automatically onto medication. Yep. But which, why is it to bring them, to draw them down? Well, also yeah. there's a debate of what is what is high, and, and you know, there, there's a whole lot of can of worms. And when you force one... One system, a hormonal system, force it down. Still doesn't mean that the body's still not trying to push it up.
0: And so again, we go back to what we discussed of why. Why would that be? And how do we influence yeah, that? We like see high HDL, which is supposed to be good cholesterol, and I see doctors saying that's fine, a little bit high. But why is it high? And this is a sign of leaky gut and gut dysbiosis that the body's increased it to fight that and to try and improve it. So we get back to the gut again. Why yeah. is it high? Gut so sleep, gut health. I'd say gut health, sleep.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, and, and we know that they are they interact together. Yeah. And if you have to be really um, holistic, you'll go gut health, um, uh, gut health, sleep, and then you've got um, thoughts and thoughts and functions. So
0: you've got mental health. Because mm. if you then go, well, if your gut health is throwing your glucose off, and your glucose goes down and pushes your cortisol, then that's going to yeah. inherently make someone pretty certainly make them anxious. But if someone's already anxious, it's going to make you more anxious. So So we'd also then go from more of the chiropractic
1: side of us would be the nervous system, and therefore you've got physical, emotional, chemical. So chemical, gut health, emotional, sleep, element, and stress. And then physical would be movement because the nervous system thrives on movement. So you need stimulation um, and correct stimulation. So toxicity overload stimulation on the nervous system would be like going back to sleep, your blue lights... Um, and then your, your stress, go, 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 you know, flight or flight versus your rest and recharge. So the physical element for us also would be um, longevity, would be some level of movement. It doesn't mean that you're having to go into the gym and work out, but we live in a culture which, where everything has become very passive, so it's easy to sit and be entertained rather than movement. So movement stimulates, movement through the joints, and set, fires up receptors... Fires up the brain. The brain thrives on stimulation through the body, so for us, some level of movement um, is important. From but there. not in your sleep. Well, no,
0: you should you be. I should be in, your wife or something. It should it's be. If, it you should be in really your deep sleep. You should be kind of paralyzed. Well, yeah, it sounds horrible, but that's what your body does, right? So we don't. It is, but there are people. That have, there was someone that I've heard of that got away with murder because he had a. Um, condition that meant he didn't his brain didn't paralyze himself during sleep yeah so he killed his wife during sleep don't know how they prove hopefully not intentionally well apparently not so but yeah don't give people ideas you you don't you don't move and don't
1: move enough not eating well well and uh, negative thoughts and stress hormones and then gut
0: health they all interact yeah and for negative thoughts chances are dopamine, serotonin. So we're going to crave that. So we'll eat worse. So going back to our question, I don't know which one was one, two, three. They're all like they're, they're
1: not. They're not more important than the other at the end of the day, because um, they also are indicative. If you test and find one thing out, I'm sure you found this. That doesn't mean oh, that's the problem. That's that's the medical approach generally is we've tested that and that this um, this hormone or this is is low. So what we'll need to do is get it up. Yeah. Or you you know, your your blood pressure is high, so we need to bring that down. Um, rather than we look at why is it systems. high and what we're yeah. gonna so each system interacts. So it's the difference between breaking the body into body parts or identifying that the body works with all parts and more yeah. together. So we've got I think we've got four so far. So we go for five. Movement, sleep, go. gut health, and then what was mental, the health, mental health, positive thoughts, you know, being proactive.
0: Anyone else in another one? Your environment. Environment. So, toxins mm-hmm. in your environment, mould yeah. and everything. Yes, mental health and community, but yeah. mould, BPA exposure, with loads of, like, smelly chemicals and plastics you're drinking out of. I would say that's so underrated. Yeah, the the it's cosmetics becoming, putting on your skin. Yeah. Your skin's an organ. I
1: think there's a lot more people on there. I don't know if you've noticed. Know, a lot more people with... Um, you're probably preaching to the converted of those who are drinking more water. They are a lot more aware of plastics or reusable plastics as a BPA safe or using, you know, glass or, or stainless steel containers, things, especially things that get heated up, mm-hmm. sit in the car in summer, plastic bottles in the car. Yeah. Um, these kind of things of, of sit, sitting. So there's a lot more exposure. I think there's more and more awareness to some degree of, of cosmetics. Um so yeah, being in an environment is is huge.
0: Okay, that's fine. there we go. that's, that's of
1: people that agree, disagree. Yeah, what are your top Are list? there things that we've we've missed out which you feel is um, valid for a, to knock one of those off or an expansion of that It would be interesting to know um, from you what's what are the some of the factors that you think is important which increase our uh, likelihood of having, um you know better overall health um wellness and then longevity because it, it's they go hand in hand we all yeah. really want you know we don't live forever but we want to live long and healthy and then we we, we stop rather than yeah. a uh, long but unhealthy life That'd Right, thanks for your time guys
0: we'll catch you soon and um thanks to and we'll see you soon